0: Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan.
1: Boom. Thank you. And good morning. Welcome back to the Frenzy. Boy, have we had some weather. This, uh, I don't know, how do we explain it other than wow. Uh, the fishing has been great in the last uh, month and a half. Ah, hate to see it leave. Russ Francisco, I'll bet you hate to see this fishing weather leave too.
2: Uh, it's pretty darn nice out. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> what we like is we're able to work, work in t shirts getting all the ice fishing stuff right. You don't normally get to do that. So uh, <laughs> so we've got it all pretty well squared away, so we're in good shape now. And so we'll be hustling and, and just waiting for Mother Nature to catch up with us.
1: You uh, want to get that full. No, somebody
2: else will get it. It's uh, and, and, you know, for a couple of weeks it was it was uh, a little quiet on the phones, people coming in just checking stuff out. And then yesterday, day before, it just the phone started ringing and everything started going crazy. So uh, people are getting ready to go. They're going hunting. And, and mm-hmm. they, they usually, the, you know, I was, I was looking at it. A- Report that came out of Minneapolis, and, and they said that the ice fishing season really kicks in the second week of deer season. So as people get out for the opening weekend, and they know they've got some more deer season going, but then they start thinking about the next season already, hmm. and that's when it really kicks in. Which is it, it turns out to be with us. We went back and looked, Sun of a gun. That's sort of where how it works. So, and we don't do hunting, so you know we're just waiting for for the next water season, which is hard water.
1: You don't have ammo and things that go bang there, but you can. Uh, outfit some people in some pretty nice clothes if they want to stay warm and dry right yep,
2: yep. so yeah all the boots hats gloves mitts floating suits all that stuff's all 20 percent off what we're doing is uh i think we talked about it before that, that you know there is no black friday anymore it started yeah. in september with all these big stores so we just brought all the stuff in as fast as we could and put it on sale it's the same deal we're going to run at the at the uh ice show in december on the 9th 10th and 11th at the deck so uh we're gonna we're gonna uh, get ready for that and uh and so we're just running the specials now and and uh, and getting ready. But it's nice. The new clam tents look nice. Uh, the new otter pop-ups look really nice. Eskimo's got new augers. There's a lot of neat stuff this year. Um, so it's um, you know we've got new new entries and and better things like like the uh, Garmin live scopes were improved and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So so there's lots for people to look
1: at. I think the most amazing thing about ice fishing has been the uh, advent of you don't have to stand there with a chipper pole and slam the ice and and break it up. Zing and you're down through 3 feet of ice.
2: Yeah, I think wow. I think the uh, the electric auger has, has made it really simple because there's no, you know, you don't tune them up or nothing like that. So it's, you know, you, you take them out, you just charge up the battery, slot it on, hit the trigger, and away you go. Yeah. So that's helped a lot. Uh, you don't hardly, I don't think anybody even asks for gas augers anymore. You know, I think there's still a couple made. I think Eskimo's still making a couple. But <laughs> Jiffy, who was the, the place yeah, to get
1: yeah. a gasoline auger for decades, doesn't even build a gasoline anymore. Yeah, that's I've got cool. one in my garage I will gladly sell, Russ. You want to buy it uh, back?
2: They're they're piled up everywhere. I thought we we had a big thing at the store here. Bring in your gas auger, and we'll give you this much for it, and then just throw them out on the lot and
1: say, anybody want them? Oh, boy. I've got a lot of stuff in the garage that I could uh... No, I better keep it. Uh, We got a new state record muskie in Minnesota. I suppose you heard that. I did not hear that. 57 and a quarter inches. Wow. And it was caught in uh, Lake Mille Lacs. By a guy named Eric Bakke from Princeton, and I wish to heck I knew what he was dragging to catch that rascal. Yep, it yep. says in the story. Does it? Yeah. yeah. Here, why don't you? Uh, you got the better vision there. Was he was he trolling a minnow? Or
0: a uh, foot long musky lure, it says. Yeah. Oh.
1: oh, really? Yeah, but what's okay. the name of that say, musky lure? It didn't
0: say the name, but a foot
1: long musky lure. What's your most popular sale of a musky lure, <laughs> Russell? Um.
2: Boy, I guess right now we're selling a lot of, um, uh, all, you know, this week it's all been big sucker minnows. Yeah. But, uh, if you're doing great, but I, I think the uh, uh, hard baits are, are really good. They're, they're painted and they're bright. Uh, um, yeah. But there's so many of them, I don't know what he would have been using.
1: Yeah. Uh, every year, my oldest boy is a musky guy, and I've been buying him a lure for Christmas. And I think he's got them stacked up here about a f- two feet tall. <clears throat> And uh, ends up that it's a crazy jig and a minnow that turns up the most bites on those muskies.
2: Well, I think so. They're like these these big sucker minnows, uh, you know, we we bring those in this time of year all the time, and and so uh, you know we're we're selling them through every week. We're selling you know eighteen of them or so, and they and they're they're a big minnow to be trolling, but that's what they do, and uh, and you know eight eight and a half foot heavy rods, and you know they go after them. They cover a lot of water, you know, so at uh, this time of year, you, you they uh, they're pretty easy to. Not, I just say easy, but yeah. they're easier to find multiple fish because you're covering so much
1: water. Speaking of inventing, I'm going to sneak in uh, uh, Russ and I lost a pretty good friend here a while back and that friend Gary Severson and I and some other fellows from I think they were from Eveleth. We were up at uh, Basswood Lake and uh, Gary said hey, let's try this. Let's make a sheep and a leech. So (laughs) He got a little (laughs) jig, a little black jig, put the leech on and then I don't know where he got the wool. If he brought that along or was using his socks, but he tied that Around, I uh, maybe a rubber band or something, and we started catching walleyes like crazy. Gary Severson, yeah. and uh, we've got a special event coming for him, Russ.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, Ridgeview Country Club uh, uh the nineteenth. Uh, us see, let me look here. Make sure I get this mm. right. Uh,
1: Sorry to spring that on you like that.
2: That's okay. That's okay. I, uh, I, uh, I'm just going to make sure it is November nineteenth, mm-hmm. Saturday, okay. uh, one to four. So it'll be a celebration of life, a lot of folks showing up, a lot of friends. There'll be a lot of multiple friends there. So it's a lot, you know, he was a well-known guy, good man, mm-hmm. donated a lot of his time. And so he uh, he's uh, very famous with the steel hitters and things like that. So he's a good guy. So yeah, we'll miss him a lot, and uh, it'll be nice, and the, his his son will be home for that. And oh, good. They've got it all, all planned out now, so good. it's good.
1: Yeah, he was, uh, that family had been through way too much for uh, a lot of for a for people. A lot of problems, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Russ, uh, wrap it up, hours, location.
2: Okay, we're uh, open 96 Monday through Saturday, 9 to 3 on Sunday, marinegeneral.com all the time, uh, 1501 London Road here in Duluth. If you have any questions, you're outside the area, use the 800 number. It's 800-727, uh, let's see, that wrong number. It's uh, 800-777-8557. We ship every day.
1: Thanks, Russ. Appreciate it. Good job. Uh, Again, this Baki guy from Princeton was fishing June 11th on Mille Lacs Mm. uh, with his partner, uh, John. John Blood. All right. That fits, I guess. Uh, And uh, they'd been catching walleyes and this and that, and all of a sudden the big one hit. Yep. Good for him. I got a
0: picture of it on our website, by the way, if people want to see it in colors.
1: Thank you. It is a
0: huge fish, there's no doubt.
1: Um, the only musk. Well, now, wait a minute. I did catch a muskie at the governor's fishing opener. It was out of season. It was on White Bear Lake. <laughs> uh-huh. But then again, <clears throat> um, August, late August, right. seven years ago, Island Lake, where Abbott Bay kind of drains into the main part of the lake. I guess that would be the... Well, anyway, right there. right there. I had a jig and a minnow on mm. And we're looking for walleyes, and we're catching a few walleyes. And then the walleyes quit biting. And we thought, well, shoot, we'd better move. Whoa, wait a minute, I got a bite. It was a muskie, and it was that big. Oh wow! Um, all I had was six pound line on, and uh,
0: <laughs> it got away. And
1: when it finally broke the line, it had stretched <laughs> my uh, yellow line so much it was like a slinky. <laughs> The
0: big one that got away.
1: Ah, we knew it was going to. It's all just right. how much line would it have taken. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back. Sweet.
0: Mm-hmm. Purple? Deep purple. Deep Not just purple, deep purple. Five bucks,
1: the Packers beat the Lions.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Packers actually favored after losing four in a row this week. We'll see what happens.
1: I am so sad the Packers lost all those games. Uh, I bet. Mm-hmm. Pat Kukul is in Superior at Superior am- Shooter Supply, top of the morning.
3: Exactly, and you the same as the people across the bridge are getting ready for a deer hunting extravaganza.
1: Oh, I hadn't heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: gosh, yeah, and, and, uh, and I guess there's going to be a little rain, but you can't have everything, so uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll be okay. I don't think it's... You'll be- You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, yeah. So we have had, you know, it's been a fun season so far. And sometimes I just thought I'd throw this in today because mm-hmm. we've we've kind of come across it the last two weeks about gun cleaning. And and some people don't always think to clean their rifles. Some people are fanatics. Or sometimes it's a gun you haven't used. a Rifle you haven't used in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take it out to the range and maybe it's pretty good at twenty five and everything goes to heck at fifty or a hundred. Comes back here, is it the scope? We always look at the scope. Yeah. The scope's good. The rifle seems to be okay. Alarmingly enough, uh the barrel's dirty. And that causes more issues than people would think. Some of it has to do with the use of copper now for bullets. Copper buildup and some of it is just plain dirty, and it absolutely does affect the accuracy of a rifle. So you know, I'm kind of lazy like that myself. I usually bring it in here to have it cleaned, but it does. I've seen it happen three times now in the last two weeks. So I thought I'd just bring it up. As far as gun cleaning goes, the chemicals—it's a whole new. They pretty much use Hoppy's number nine for an air freshener now. Oh. <laughs> oh, they've gotten—they have come great, great strides, great strides, and. And some people do like the whole process, and that's fine. There's something for everyone. What we've been using quite a bit, <clears throat> excuse me, is something called patch-out. And it's it's sew and wipe-out. They make a whole line of things. But the patch-out especially, it's brushless. So you just pour it down the bore and then have a jag and a rod r- rod yeah. and uh, you let it sit for a while of course and go back and forth so you don't even really need a brush and they've been using that a lot and they've been very, very happy with it. Uh it doesn't have much of a smell either. And then they make a different one for for ARs too. And it's you know, we've and then we have a cleaner if you're in the field, especially with shotguns but You know, you can just spray the inside of it. But do we recommend? Do we mm -hmm.
1: need to get into the uh, trigger mechanism to clean for cleaning? Well, you
3: can. Some of them pop out. But as far as the rifles go, uh, you know, I'm speaking strictly to the barrel. Okay. Uh, The the shotguns, yeah, uh, that can be a problem. Especially when it's dry, you're out there hunting pheasants, that dust gets in the the way sometimes. Yeah. yeah so it's just I've seen it happen more than I've ever remember this year. Maybe I'm more aware of it, so I thought I'd mention it other than that we're uh, you know we're just doing real well. We've got some orange we've got don't forget to protect your scopes with scope covers on either end with this predicted rain. There's nothing worse than bringing your scope oh, up and seeing right. raindrops, so yeah, that's another thing to be aware of, but I think it's I think it's only gonna be a couple of days. And they have three weeks over
1: there. <laughs> well, yeah, you got more deer in Wisconsin, according to the story.
3: According to, yeah, I think it's actually true. I mean, I, I'm not even bragging. I, I think it's true. Yeah, and we're very fortunate in that, too, at least in this
1: neck of the I, I was, so, always wondered, <clears throat> um, are there more car-killed deers or hunter-killed deers?
3: Well, according to the DNR, there's more car-killed deers. Yeah. They, uh, but I don't know that for a fact, so don't go quoting me. i, I have, uh, That's something I've always been meaning to look up. But mm-hmm. uh, when I make the drive from here to Iron River, there's a lot of roadkill on the road. Yeah, can hardly help
1: it. Especially man. at sunset.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. They came out to look around or graze, and there they are. So always be careful of that, because that's not the way you want to get your deer. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I've had five. Really? Yeah. Well, I used to drive to work in the morning when I did Strandberg shift. I'd be leaving the yeah. house about three thirty, four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> certain times of the year, that's uh, let's get up and walk around and show the, the little uh, kitties what the what the road is like. And uh, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom,
3: boom. Yeah, exactly. Or
1: bang, 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 whatever. Or something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you're ours at Superior Shooter Supply.
3: We are open 9 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturday, so we're here to help.
1: You are, and you do a fine mm-hmm. job. Thank you, Thank Pat you, Pat You bet. Superior Shooter Supply. We've got to take a break. Uh, we're going to talk more. Uh, you want to get that deer processed? Hang on. Johnny Charlstrom will have an answer.
4: I'm Rob Dresline and this is from the Pages of Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm. An angler caught a 1-pound, 12-ounce hybrid sunfish from Green Lake in Kandiyohi County that the Minnesota DNR has certified as tying the weight-based state record. The record fish's weight ties that of a hybrid sunfish caught from the Zumbro River in 1994. Aaron Ardoff caught the sunfish on September 18th when he was fishing with his brother and a friend. He was catching bass and pike with a black and orange spinnerbait when the sunfish struck his lure. Quote, as soon as I started reeling, I could tell this wasn't fighting like a bass or pike, Ardoff said. When the fish got closer, I could see that it was a sunfish and I started panicking. I kept telling myself not to go crazy and just get it in. Ardoff bought the fish to a tackle shop where he met the local fisheries supervisor who identified the fish as a hybrid sunfish and witnessed it weighed on the shop's certified scale. A hybrid sunfish is a cross between two species of panfish. For a list of current records and guidelines for record fish, go to mndnr.gov backslash recordfish. I'm Rob Dreesline and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. Oh, yeah, my a deer hunter. How do
5: you do? I got the deer hunting wrapping tale for you. I'm so excited. It's my favorite time of year. I love to freeze my bonds, chasing trophy deer. But don't clap your hands through the stomping of the feet. Okay, yeah, he's like me. Name
1: okay. the very first radio station to play 30 Point Buck.
4: Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, we did. You did, huh? Yeah. Cool. Boy, did I get the phone calls. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, drinking beer and shooting guns, you can't get any better than that, I guess.
1: no, <laughs> well, that's exactly yeah. what a lot of the gals thought. Get rid of that one. Don't ever play it again. <laughs> oh, boy. 30-point buck by the?
0: Uh, This one is Bananas at Large, it says. But the Youpers used to do a lot of that kind of stuff. I
1: thought it was Youpers. Yeah,
0: I think they did a different song. Okay, thanks. Second week at deer camp or something.
1: Johnny Charlstrom, you're getting ready for second first week of deer camp. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, we are. What do you do? How do you get ready for it, knowing that you'll get X number of deer to come in for processing?
6: I try to catch up on some sleep. <laughs> I, I like to go into this uh, go into this processing season um, kind of relaxed and well rested, and and then I it's a a, a meat marathon for the next. Three weeks.
1: Yeah, I suppose you have nightmares of deer. <laughs> yeah. Deer cleaning the parts. Big
6: piles of deers. Yep. Yeah.
1: What do you do with what's left? The awful. Can we use that word? The awful.
6: The uh, the the meat byproducts.
1: That's it. Yep.
6: Yeah, we have a meat um, dropped off a twenty yard dumpster, and uh, I got a. A great big liner in the dumpster and one of those roll ups and we will we'll take the, all the meat byproducts. They'll they'll go into
1: that. And then from there, you don't know where they go.
6: And then they go to a, a, a landfill somewhere. Okay,
1: okay. But there is uh, how many deer do you think you'll get in? Or in the past, how many have you processed? Um,
6: on a on a real good year the the rifle
1: the, the rifle season is about two hundred deer wow. for us Wow. and
6: I think it's going to be a good
1: year I think so too uh-huh. I, I'm spotting a lot yeah and uh, and one of the the most important
6: things is is when the rut hits and and the rut is really coming on strong this week so the the hunters should have a a lot of deer that are are really active out there. Mm.
1: Where do you hunt, John?
6: Uh, I hunt in Kettle River for the muzzleload season. You know, rifle season. I'll be the whole rifle season. I'll be uh, slicing and dicing. But, yeah. Uh, uh, muzzleload season. I'll be down at my hunting shack in Kettle River, and by then I don't even want to see another deer. And that, <laughs> I, that usually usually works out pretty good because you shoot I, over. I, it. I, there's, there's usually nothing to shoot at, but we'll, we'll see if I if I get one this year or not.
1: Uh, shoot skunks. They, they don't I, got my, s-
6: I got my bear under my belt, so I, I I do have some meat in the freezer, so I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty pretty good
1: about that, and maybe I, I'll I'll double up and get a deer too. I just saw some noses go. Ooh, bear.
4: Yeah. I've had well,
1: bear, I've had some bear stew and moose stew and it's delicious. Yeah.
6: No, if you get the decent uh decent quality animals they're they're not bad. Yeah.
1: And that would be the key uh proper after you shoot them uh and do what you have to do proper care yeah. after that.
6: Yeah, you want the good and immediate field dressing after the animals down and
1: and uh, yeah, if you,
6: if you take care of the meat, it's it's
1: good stuff. Yeah, and again, uh, I think we've talked about this in past years. If you've never done it before, uh, talk to somebody, uh, get a video on the proper way to field dress. I wouldn't have a clue, but uh, you and the proper hunters should know.
6: Yeah, yeah, it just, it's it's nothing, nothing too drastic, just get all the icky stuff out and you're in good shape. <laughs> well, that's pretty
1: scientific. <laughs> the icky stuff. <laughs> hey, uh, we've had some nice weather. Uh, fishing was pretty good for the last I don't know, month or so. Have you noticed that at your shop?
6: Yeah. I, I cannot remember another fall that has been so uh, um, productive for for guys to just keep on taking their boats out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the most years, you, you start freezing, freezing up at the end of September, and everyone puts their boats away. And, mm-hmm. and and this year, we keep on getting these nice warm days. and People keep on going out for that last time, and and uh, it's it's doing good. And and uh, the fish are biting, and we still have bait.
4: Yeah.
6: Just taking another another load, and this this last load of bait should take us right into. Beginning of ice fishing season.
1: All right. Uh, What did I, did you get my message about the water temp? Yes. Yeah.
6: I'm curious what it is this morning. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that that 42 degrees
1: is starting to get pretty chilly. Yeah, that is. Not not death yet, not fatal. We're still catching fish. Uh, You have uh, archery also for folks, not just uh, bait and tackle and stuff.
6: Yeah, the archers have kept us pretty busy this week. There's, there's a lot of a lot of guys getting um, service done to their bows. Mm-hmm. Jay back in archery has been uh, doing a lot of putting a lot of new strings on bows, a lot of new crossbow strings, and and uh, quite a few people out there actively hunting the archery season right now.
1: Okay, what are your hours, John?
6: Day Chop opens up every morning at six. Um, Archery opens at 9. We close down the archery and the bait shop 8 o'clock and 7 on Sundays.
1: Very good. Keep a tight line. And your knives sharp.
6: Yeah. And be safe out there. Wear blaze orange. A lot of guys out there with guns
4: for the next three weekends.
1: You got it. All right. Thanks, Johnny. Johnny Charlstrom, Rice Lake Road. Break time at 940.
4: The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
1: And who? China Grove Doobie Brothers. I don't know from Doobie. I know Doobies, but not China Grove.
4: (laughs) Okay. I mean,
1: uh, the group. (laughs) Uh, We're going to head back over to Superior. All right. And we're going to talk with uh, Jay at Superior Guns and Ammo. Howdy, partner. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing over there? Good. Beautiful day. And did did you know that the deer season in Minnesota starts tomorrow? It does. Yes.
7: It. Uh, we've already had quite a few folks run in here. That's why we weren't on last week. We had folks running in, getting
1: last-minute supplies. <laughs> well, I tried to call you, man. I dialed three, four, five times. Oh, we were running around like crazy last time. You need more help.
7: Well, hey, we need more help, and uh, fortunately, it's a, it's a good problem to have because the help is a little tricky, but yeah. the supply is there, so...
1: You know, that's something that we didn't have in, in a couple of years, you know. We were trying to find, oh, ammo was just scarce, wasn't it?
7: Yeah. Yeah, and the market's coming back, but every once in a while you still see that, that blank spot on the shelf.
1: Mm. Which goes first? What's the ammo that disappears? Oof.
7: Really, you're looking at any of the the main deer rounds. Um, 243's been kind of tricky to find.
6: Really? Yeah.
7: Um 243 3030 Is coming back It's a little easier But mm-hmm. uh Any of those main rounds They're They're still bouncing back
1: I remember for A good part of uh A, well, a year and a half For For Shotgun The 12 gauge It was Impossible to get
7: Oh 12 410 Yeah It's just Impossible Are but,
1: 410 uh, Guns popular again? Uh
7: They're coming back Um I think last week we uh we put out quite a few of four ten. Um folks kinda like the that little single shot, just an easy carry around.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's That's a bad. it's a it, not just a beginner's gun. For Groson, I mean you can't get anything lighter.
7: Oh right. It's a the thing I like about the four ten is it's it's versatile, it's not super hard to shoot, you know, like you get into the twelve or some of the the other ones it's you know kind of kind of stings a bit but uh mm. know, she's just a fun she's a fun round to shoot and she's pretty easy there
1: uh my dream gun when i was a teenager was uh, over and under 22
7: 410 oh there you go we uh we had one of those come through about two weeks ago mm. beautiful piece
1: mm. <laughs> not mine
7: <laughs> not well, mine well yeah she went pretty quick
1: You have a lot of things at this store. Uh, Oh, by the way, i got to ask, how's the uh, shooting range coming?
7: The range is going very well. I had a chat with uh, the folks that are actually going to be putting in our lanes um, and the backdrop, and we talked to them last week. They're going to be coming in to take measurements and start the installation process.
1: All right. How do we find you? Uh, we
7: are on Facebook, Superior Guns and Ammo. Mm-hmm. Um that's where I post a lot of our stuff including the upcoming Black Friday sales. Mm-hmm. We're going to be uh we're going to be pumping out some great sales that day. <laughs> the problem we had was it's the start of hunting season for Wisconsin. Yeah. So we had to pump out some stuff that would actually get folks out of the stand and into the store. So Keep a lookout for that part there.
1: All right. What's your phone number we should call?
7: Uh, Phone number over here is 715-394-5262.
1: And Jay or Jim or somebody else will answer, and you can actually talk to the people there. Easier to stop by, too, right?
7: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff in store, and she just looks beautiful. Yeah. We put a lot of work into it, so... Swing on in. Take it's a, a
1: museum. It's beautiful. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. We'll see you next week.
7: Absolutely. Have thank, a good
1: one. Thank you. We're going to take a break. We'll be back.
2: Everybody talking about the seven sun and the whole Johnny Rivers. World yes, sir.
0: Only one and I'm one.
1: Well, we don't have Johnny Rivers to speak with us, but we do have Dave Miller from Northwest Saltland in Superior. So the Minnesota deer hunting season starts tomorrow morning. That leaves a lot of uh, other people not hunting, maybe shopping, Dave.
8: You know, well, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Anyhow, yeah, Rick. There's kind of two things that go on there's there's the women that are out hunting mm-hmm. and and i I really admire that' cause i I like doing whatever we're doing with my wife and <laughs> and so if they're out there hunting, you know some of them wish that their wives wouldn't be hunting, but that's oh, <laughs> a great it's a great family thing to share, but you know the other part of it is that we see and and kind of celebrate a little bit is is the women that are kinda of out celebrating the fact that their husbands are hunting and they're coming into the store to find all kinds of good warm winter things that look great and have good colors
1: very smart
8: yeah and and so so this this weekend it seems like in particular it it gets busy with the ladies coming into the store but now that the weather's changing you know we we saw it once already but Mm -hmm. we're seeing it again now where people are coming in and 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 they're looking for all of the the long underwear, the 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 boots, the socks, and you know I'm I'm sitting here with a nice warm wood stove going on my back right now, and I'm thinking, oh, it's what a great feeling. But then when you're out in that fish uh, in that hunting blind and it's cold out, just think of Northwest Outlet and what you can get there to stay warm.
1: Well, you get right into it, don't you? (laughs) Hey, do you remember a few years ago uh, a pink blaze pink was popular? As a hunting yeah. vest, is that still a thing?
8: I haven't seen any blaze pink for a couple of years, if I remember right. Here, okay, it it kind of caught on and 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 got going, but and you know, like for us, our our orange sales are kind of limited compared to what they were years ago. Yeah, and and so that might be a part of it. And a lot of the orange stuff you have to buy in in lots, you know, where you get you get so many smalls, so many mediums, larges, whatever. And you can't pick. Um, so, you know, that, that does limit it a little bit, too. But uh, we, I see we've still got a good selection of orange on the shelves. And and, uh, and, and speaking of orange, and, and uh, I think John mentioned it just a little while ago, but it's for everybody that lives, especially in any of the rural areas in Minnesota, but even in Wisconsin now with uh, the with, uh, um, small game hunters, mm-hmm. wearing orange, when you go to the mailbox, when you're out walking in the woods, when you're doing... It's just a really important thing to do right now.
1: I've seen some people put an orange vest on their Labradors.
8: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And and you know another another thing is too is is it's that that safety gear. And I I think of all the times out hunting and and the customers that come in the store, especially the ones that lost their compass. I always carry two compasses. I, I you know it's it's like I carry one of those little round ball ones yeah. on my jacket, so I can look down and get a quick reference and. And with those, a little thing I always tell people to make sure you shake them a little bit so that they're settled because sometimes they hang up.
1: Yeah, that bubble sometimes gets it. Uh, I, I can admit to about seven years ago being totally lost in the woods.
8: I remember that yeah. the radio waves helped you out.
1: <laughs> yeah, they did. I called the, uh, I called nine one one.
8: Yeah, but it's that. But carry carry another compass and and then. It's the waterproof matches. It's the, the the space blanket. Something small that you can put in your pocket. Be able to get out of the rain, the weather. Cover yourself up if you need to. And and if you get lost, stop. Stay in
1: one place. And I couldn't get things figured out. I couldn't do it. I just had uh-huh. to keep going because I know it's right around the corner. All right. What are your hours at Northwest Outlet in Superior, Dave?
8: Yeah, we're open. Uh, <laughs> let's see, nine until seven. Week. Days so from now until Christmas, 9 to 5:30 on Saturday. Sunday we're closed. Folks, get outside, stay warm, enjoy the, the weather, still check for ticks, and have a great weekend. Be safe out there. I'm all right.
1: Nobody but about me. Why you gotta give me a This to me is the Caddy Shack theme song.
0: And that's what it is with kenny loggins
1: called i'm all right i'm all right all right matt king is all right too <laughs> it's hunting season and he's in seventh heaven up there at uh, fisherman's corner morning morning
5: rick how are we doing today
1: good how are you guys doing up there busy as all get out
5: we are selling lots and lots of licenses and ammo this morning and yeah all kinds of toe warmers and hand warmers and you know all that stuff for deer season it's uh It's kind of like the opener of fishing in the fall, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. A little cooler, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But not too bad.
5: It's not, uh, you know, uh, how that weather was about two, three weeks ago. I thought we were just going to be really in trouble. But, uh, no, we're doing pretty good. There's a lot of guys coming in. We had kind of a snafu there yesterday, you know, the uh, internet and oh, no kidding. phones uh. deal across the whole area was out there, and uh, so that was not a good day to lose the license machine.
1: Yeah, well, what? my wife is ready to drive down to the office of whoever runs that and raise some Hades. Yeah,
5: but well, we're back up this morning. Um, I did hear, though, north of town up towards, like, where I deer hunt, uh, one of my guys was just in, and he said that uh, phone service is out up there now. Oh, jeez. So I don't know. Uh, but, uh, no, we're uh, we're lots of people coming in, lots of uh, licenses going out. I mean, Chip is uh, standing at the machine. I don't think he's left since uh, he got here at 8 a.m. <laughs> so uh, it's nonstop, and uh, we'll be busy all day long here uh, as guys get uh, getting ready to head out in the woods and uh, hopefully get that deer that they're looking for.
1: I assume you're a deer hunter also.
5: I am, yeah, yeah. My son and I will be uh, hunting this weekend, and uh, we'll see uh, see how it goes. You know, there's not a lot of deer where we're at, but uh, it's uh, you know, there's a lot more of those other four legged creatures running around and mm-hmm. chasing them. So, yeah, but, uh, uh, you know what? It's fun to be out.
1: Where? Where? What's your area? Uh, Lake. Um, I'm up, sorry, uh, we we I had was, a snaff right there uh, again. Up towards Pequam Lake. Oh,
5: okay.
1: Well, you're
5: right so, outside of town. Yeah, yeah, not too far, so, um, but, yeah, it'll, it'll still be fun to get out and, uh, you know, remind everyone, too, we got that, uh, the buck contest going on here, so come on in, we got some great prizes, I mean, first place is a thousand dollar, uh, Sauer Rifle, so. Whoa! Uh, yeah, so come on in and, uh, get signed up for that, and, uh, you know, we got uh, really nice prizes—bunch of guns and different things, scopes and binos, and different mm-hmm. things like that. So, uh, and we still got those last-minute uh, clothing—if you need gloves and hats and clothing and stuff—come on in. We're, we've got uh, got stuff there, and we got some sales on a bunch of camel clothing and a bunch of field vests for uh, upland hunting and pants and stuff like that. So, we're stocked up. We're ready to go. So. Um, come on
1: in and check it out. I haven't seen a forecast. Strandy, are we due for rain uh, over the weekend?
0: Uh, rain and maybe snow, especially the north of us.
1: Not tracking snow, though.
0: Probably not.
5: Okay.
0: No. Yeah, little a little rain tomorrow.
1: Yeah. yeah uh, rain. But uh, well, you know that that uh, rain alone—if I get this right—it makes for soft grass, and there's not as much noise. You can't hear hear a, a walking deer out there.
5: Maybe. Right, a lot quieter,
1: mm-hmm.
5: for sure, for sure, and and but it works the other way too, right, so you can walk quieter too uh, okay. in the woods, yeah. uh, so you can also sneak up on them a little bit easier too than crunch, crunch, crunch on all the leaves.
1: So. Are you a sneak hunter or do you climb up a tree? So
5: I do a little bit of both. Um, Opening weekend and stuff, we do a lot more sitting. And then after opening weekend, we'll start moving around a little bit and doing some other stuff, making drives and and just doing some uh, walking and sitting and walking and sitting (laughs) and things like that. So
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. yeah, Did I ever tell you, it's before you uh, ran the store there, I got lost over by Jesse Lake. Oh, really? Yeah, one of the trails. I was following my dog. And yep. uh, she got me lost. It wasn't my fault. It was her fault.
7: Sure.
5: I had sure, to call that,
1: the DNR and or, I'm sorry, 911 county sheriff. Itasca County sheriff came by and, and got on the blacktop, turned his siren on, and I said, "Oh, that way." <laughs> totally opposite of what I thought.
5: Sure. No, it's uh, absolutely. It's, it's that's a that's a eerie feeling when you're in. Uh, in the woods like that and lose your bearings. Oh, man.
1: I feel so embarrassed. Oh, the music's sounding. Uh, What are your hours up there at Fish Corner?
5: We are 8 to 7 Monday through Saturday and uh, 8 to 6 on Sundays.
1: Matt King. Have a good weekend. King's Adventure. Hey, appreciate it. Yep. Bye. Randy, thanks for your help too. Without without you, I'd be nothing. (laughs) Maybe I am anyway. Well, I don't think so. Okay. Have a good week. See you later. Bye-bye.